What's up? What's up? Good morning. Good night. Whatever you're doing, make sure you're doing it right. Welcome to No Lames Podcast. <laughs> Drop those motherfucking sirens, Rock. Got my boy Rock Nasty right here with me. What up, Rocky? What's up, everybody? Somebody's missing right now, G Money. Like, I feel like I feel like I'm in an operating room. Uh-huh. I got my gloves on. Yes. I got my mask on. Yes. I got my scalpel. Yes. I got my surgery scientist partner. <laughs> uh-huh. I feel like I'm missing a nurse. We where is fucking nurse Rezo right now? So can we get into that right now? Because we have to, right? I, I, I it's kinda like, awkward if we don't talk about it. I feel like you can't start the show without letting people know the elephant in the room. Yes. Or not he wasn't in the that room. Big. He wasn't that big. <laughs> Well, uh, for those of you that know, which most of you do, because you you do listen to No Lames and you do follow me and Rock on social media, um, but we we let go of 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 Nurse Rezzle. We let go of Nurse Rezzle, and before this goes anywhere else, I'm letting it know, be known right now. Rezzle's a cool guy. We're still cool. He's a good dude. He's a very talented artist. He's probably like to me, like when it comes to graffiti art, he gets down. He's he's a good guy, and he he means well. And, he's really out and there. And now you know how um low key how I feel like with street scholars. Yeah. Like I have a lot of calls come and go, and everything's not my dick. But you know how these work with me. I'm kind of like not a narcissist, but kind of when it, when it comes to working. Yeah, things, but more horny. There's a horn like a, a horny, horny narcissist. Horsesis. A horse narcissist. <laughs> But I, you, but now you know. But like people think, are you Sammy Samku? Are you Sammy Joe Fox? Who and now we're gonna show you know we're good. Yeah, we're good. This is business. At the end of the day, yes. this is how you and me we pay our bills. And he just, you know, it was more of a trial run for a resume. Yes, and at the end of the day, I mean, like the only reason um, I decided to let go of Rezo is because of just the I wanted more out of like him like the more putting into promoting and advertising no lames like if you're a part of no lames and i'm telling you right now for those of you listening no lames is fucking taking off it's fucking doing great um i'm proud of the way it's going right now um i didn't expect it to be this fucking good but there's no free rides for nobody i don't give a fuck how good the ship is sailing, you still need people out there rowing that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? We still need people guiding it. And I just didn't feel he was on the same program as me. And honestly, I, I don't know if it's 100% done. I just, I don't know. We're just bro we're broken up right now. You know, I don't know if we're going to get back together. And it wasn't random. Like, this is something that you talked to me about, and you actually slept on it. You thought about it. And you gave a couple of tests. Like, let's see if he does this as far as yeah. posting-wise. But I could promoting. have also told him, too, like, hey, bro, I want you to do more, and I didn't. That's what's kind of like, uh... See, I, I, I'll, I'm like that. Yeah. But I feel like I shouldn't have to tell you to watch your kids. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I feel like this is your baby, and this is a new show. It's a baby. You need to, you need to baby it. Yeah, you need, 100%. You, know, you, know, you need to watch it all the time, man. For him, he just, like, he's, he's the bad... He's a bad um baby daddy. Like yeah. not sure the baby's mom, but I'm saying, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, and he's just posting the pictures that I took at the graduation. Exactly. You were there, fool? Exactly. You know Don't repost my picture. <laughs> Take your own. You know what I'm saying? Or show up. Yeah, you know? show up. You know, but I mean, 
we, we, we don't know what's going to go on. I don't know if I'm going to bring another nurse. Rezo did have something that you can't buy, and it was a special talent of just saying crazy, random, funny shit. He's an airhead. Yeah, he, yeah. Respectfully. Respectfully, respectfully. Um, so, I mean, we don't know if we're going to get an, another nurse. We'll see We'll see what happens. Uh-huh. We'll see the way things going. I mean, we're still going to run science class. Uh, we're still definitely going to make it happen. Um, but let's... Now that we got that out of the way, let's get started with some no lames talk and see what's going on and what's on my mind right now. Uh, all right, so we usually do release no lames Thursday morning early, so we're, we are a day late only because um, we got caught up in <clears throat> raffles and football seasons right around the corner. So I'm gonna have to rearrange my schedule a little to make sure things are going. Um, football's a big, big part of my life. Um, I coach for the city of West Covina. For those of you that know, I am considered the bombest coach in the San Gabriel Valley and probably the best. When it comes to my team, my team is built to win. We are stacked. I put a lot of love, effort, and I'm that coach. Like first day of practice, if I have new parents or new kids, <clears throat> I go up there right away and I fucking work the shit of them. And I want to, I, I, I'm crazy because I'll look at my son and I know how hard I could go because he's almost like a, like a little soldier. He's not going to show any type of like, Oh, I'm hurt or I'm, I'm tired. But when I know he's feeling tired, that's when I, I'm going to write. Cool. Now I know you guys are worked and then I'll go and I'll line up the kids and I'll be like, Hey, if any of you guys feel you are not going to work this hard every fucking day. And yes, I cuss in front of the kids. I don't care, but they need to hear it. If any of you guys feel you're not going to work this fucking hard for me or these guys, these kids next to you, which are going to be your brothers at the end of the season, you can go ahead right now, get all your shit, and walk off my field. I say it every first practice. If a parent has a problem, guess what? You, you're, you're too fucking soft for my team. If the kid has a problem, guess what? You're not going to make it on my fucking team. I really don't care. I'm not going to baby these kids. Don't get me wrong. I'm not out there fucking smacking them around. I'm not cussing down on them. You know what I'm saying? There's a difference between like, hey, let's get this shit done, mm-hmm. or hey, you're playing like a fucking bitch. I'm not going to, I'll never do that. Is it hard these days as far as, because I know growing up the way <clears> you grew up, like coaches will fucking grab your face. Yes. And that's, what the fuck? Come on, you fucking pussy. Yeah. You know, and I and that was norm back then. Yes. And I feel like it, sh- it still should be norm. I think the society is very soft. But for you being very outspoken and and your work ethics and the way and and what you demand out of a player and not only the player but the parents as well like you're not a babysitter at the end of the day no yeah but is it hard coaching football these days the way society is um i think it's it's not hard because my team they know what they're getting into i've had my team since my son was five he's 12 now so we've done nothing but built strong athletes i tell the kids uh, you're not you're not you're not kids you're turning into young men yeah this is not about football most of the time this is about me creating structure and you learning manners and discipline. Discipline's huge, you know? And these kids leave football feeling a little bit more great about themselves because they're doing things they never expected they could do, period, right? So that's why I'm so hard on them. I'm not, like, the grabbing by the face mask thing, yeah, you don't do that no more. Or you, I'll never talk down on a kid. I'll never be like, 
you piece of shit. No, no, no. But I'll be like, hey, let's get this fucking shit done. I know you can fucking do this. Yeah, yeah I throw a few fucking words, bad words in there, but I'm encouraging them. Sometimes, because these kids, they talk to each other like that. They fucking cussing all, all day. Kids cuss more than you think, guys. I'm telling you right now. If you think your kid don't cuss, <laughs> put a microphone in his backpack yeah. when he's with his homies. He's fucking saying bad words left and right. But I'm talking to them like young men. That's good. I'm talking to them like men, and they understand, you know what? I could do young men shit. And they go out there and they give me their all. Shout out to anybody that's played for me, anybody that's not on my team anymore, parents that are on my team, they know how I am. I'm hard on them. I'm hard on my son. I'm hard on every other fucking kid on there. And every other kid will look me in the eye and they'll tell me they got my back 1,000%. I've never had a kid that's never been like, oh, no, that's the best coach I've ever had. What, I do, you, love- what do you say something? Because obviously you do have an undefeated team and you guys, you guys – like really smash mm-hmm. on other teams and I've been to the games. It's not, it's almost not even fair. What do you say about um these Facebook groups or other coach in different cities or parents saying that your ethics as far as creating a team is cheating and you know where I'm going with that. Yeah. Um, this is, this is what it is, right? Like for me, um, I know there, there's been parents that, that have been upset, like, Oh, I'm building the team or, but you put your kid in the best program. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to be like, oh, why is that kid in that good school with all those other good students? No, motherfucker. That's where you want your kid to be. You know, if your kid can't hack it, hey, that's not my fault. Or if your kid didn't make my team, that's not my fault either. You know what I'm saying? There's opportunities. Go out there and bang and earn your shit. You know what I'm saying? And this is what it gets to me too, Rock. This is what I really wanted to get into with this story is parents, if you're listening out there, Get your kid involved in some sort of sport. I don't give a fuck if it's tennis. I don't give a fuck if it's just you having them working out randomly. You know what I'm saying? But get them involved in something. Sports are huge in life. And I don't care if you're probably like, oh, no, he's not athletic. He didn't like it. I don't give a fuck if he didn't like it. I'll tell you right now, if my son had the option today, and my son loves football, my son is fucking great. He surprises me all the time, and he's fucking tiny as shit. If you guys met Messiah, you wouldn't believe he's my son. He's fucking little. But this kid right here, he gives me everything he has, and he fucking loves the sport. But if I told Messiah, hey, Messiah, um, you don't want to go to practice today? You want to play um, your PS5 today? It was going to be like, fuck yeah. I want to do that. Every kid mm-hmm. is going to want to do that shit. But at the end of the day, you cannot do that even if your kid is the worst baseball player i'm telling you right now you take him to practice every fucking day you get him better and he'll even if he's still the worst at the end of the season he's gonna learn something he never would have learned on a video game he's gonna learn something he would have never learned on a fucking tablet sports teach these kids a lot more than you expect it teaches them social skills it teaches them how to fucking lose you know how many kids don't know how to lose and it, it, when they get older, it's worse. Like, you 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 could teach a kid how to lose. It's part of manhood. Mm-hmm. You know how many owls I've took in my life, Rock, but made me who I am today? And you too. Mm-hmm. We've been there before. We've taken these fucking owls. And this is what it comes down to. Even if your kid, like what I was saying, even if your kid is the worst baseball player, he's going to be better than a kid that's never played baseball before. And this is what it teaches them, guys. And I don't want to hear, oh, sports is expensive. No, it's fucking not that expensive. You can go play Walmart Park or West Covina. I think it comes out to like almost 300 bucks for the whole season to get a uniform. And it's free babysitting, basically. You could leave your kid there and they'll go out there and learn. The thing that is expensive is you getting them that extra, uh, that extra work. That, like, I mean, Messiah goes to a, a 
uh, training camp. That shit's fucking like two sixty a month. But I pay that shit extra because I want that extra work from him. I want him to get that extra help. But you don't need that. Not everyone needs that. You go out there and you let your kid play a sport. I'm telling you, even if it's softball. Like Sadie, I wanted her to play softball so bad. I wanted a softball daughter. I wanted her to be like, yeah. Um, she grew out of it and she don't want to play no more. And it, it's just sports for me. Like you're, 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 you nailed it, bro. hundred um, percent. It teach it, it's molding you to be a man. Yeah. Uh, and knowing how to win and lose. Like even I never, I, I never, I didn't even talk about it on the podcast. I've been wearing sunglasses all week. I have a black guy. Yeah. I got in a fight with some guy. He hit me. I know like chances of me going outside with this guy, I might lose a fight, you know, but I know like, no, I'm going to go outside with this fool. Mm-hmm. He didn't want to go outside. I go, no, we got to finish this. We're going to go outside and get down. And knowing I have a chance of losing, but I could take that out and yes. still be cool. I took that out. We went, we went back inside and had a beer because I could take that out. Yes. I learned that from sports. I could lose, but I'm still going to I'm still gonna go in the bat- batter box and, and, and try to swing again. Yeah. It just it gives you the mentality. It's just like I could take an out and, I'm, and I can live. I'm fine with it. But sports has everything to do with my mentality yeah. as losing and winning and everything that goes with it. You yeah. Know? And this is what I like. I, I'm noticing a lot of like sports are kind of dying out for the youth community in a way. Like, and it's sad because a lot of us as parents, and I've been there before too, where you're just like, ah, fuck it, whatever. Let him do what he wants. Like, no, get him in a game. Even if you think he's the most unathletic, I've seen kids turn from, I can't, I'll, I'll tell you a quick, it's a quick little story. I don't want to get too much of it because I have a bomb ass story later. But, um, and I know they're listening, the Boneyards, fucking Buzz and Rachel and Boneyard. I talk about this kid a lot. Um, Boneyard, don't hate me for this story. Um, you're probably listening to. That's number 69, right? Number 69, yeah, Boneyard. Seen, See, I've everyone knows Boneyard, one of my favorite kids. This kid has my back till I die. I go to his house, or if I tell Boneyard, hey, Boneyard, I'm going to get down with this fool right now, he'll be like, well, where are we going, coach? Like, is, that, is that Fluffy? Yes, the wow. one that I wanted the autograph for Fluffy for. Wow. Yeah. And he, he says fuck Fluffy too right now. No, he won't even cuss. He's such a good kid. But this kid, the first day of practice, right? He was crying, and I'm talking about tears coming out of his eyes, whimpering, didn't want to get on the field. We would run laps. He would fall down. It was like, what the fuck? Like, I looked at my other coaches, and I was like, hey, like, we need to work this kid harder because I want him to quit because there's no way I'm going to have this kid on my team. This is this is not what I want. Like, they'll give you random kids during the season that you're like, all right, cool for the city. You have to bring them on your team. And I was like, no way. I'm not going to deal with this kid. This is kids crying every fucking practice. We can't even get through practice because we're over there trying to <laughs> get them through the laps, right? It's called Howl Week for a reason. Yeah. Oh, no. It was super Howl, right? It got to the point where his mom is running the laps with him. That's dope. I like that. No, it's not. She's not on my fucking team. Can she fucking, <laughs> can she run a football? I thought it was cool. Rachel, can you fucking run she's a fucking motiv- route? She's motivating your son. Like, come on, we got no. this. She's right there with him getting her steps in. <laughs> and I'm like, Rachel, can you throw a fucking touchdown pass? What the fuck are you doing right here? Like, no, like, this is fucking crazy. Right? I like the Rachel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she was doing good that week. That, that hell week she fucking lost a good 10 pounds. <laughs> she had a mouthpiece on. <laughs> But um, I was like, no, like we need to, like I can't do. It. But the kid never quit. Not that the kid would have quit right away, but the parents. Shout out to you, Buzz and Rachel. They were like, no, you are going to every 
fucking practice. It's ha- it's hard to see my son cry every practice. It's hard to see your kid cry on the way, already in the car fucking crying. But they did not give up, right? They took him to every fucking practice, every game. First season, I was like, he was a, I probably put him in a couple plays only. Now, Boneyard is one of the best fucking linemen in the San Gabriel Valley by far. Boneyard, you know you are this kid, and he's still one of the most polite, one of the most sweetest kids, but this motherfucker will put you on your fucking ass no problem. Shout out to Boneyard, who went from, I can't, I hate this football life, I want to just play video games, and he still plays video games, to now, I'm one of the baddest in the league. And I'm telling you, when I say one of the baddest, this motherfucker's one of the baddest, and he still rocks that 69 all the fucking time. That's super dope, bro. That's super fucking dope. We're going to get into a quick break right now, guys, and we'll be right back. Yo, No Lames is brought to you by 399 Pizza in the beautiful city of Glendora. Yo, yo, yo. All right, we're back. Thank you, thank you, thank you. What's good, everybody? Um, and, and you know what? I wanted to touch base on on a, something from happened from from last week because I don't want to leave you guys out of the fucking loop you know I want you guys to be intact and in touch with me and you feel like you're part of part of the G Money family you know the no names family so I know we talked about a story about one of my close friends who was probably one of my best friends at one point that had me in his wedding and then had his bachelor party and fucking didn't invite me and all because of a stupid reason and the whole naked thing whatever you know the part of the story he reached out um and he sent me a long text apologizing and i don't know for me it was it was a good text and he wanted to meet up but i feel like why do i want to meet up with you anymore like like why i didn't even reply to the text because if i would have never done that Mm -hmm. episode he would have never he would have fucking bothered to hit me up so now he's like, you know what? You're right. I, I should have told you it would have been manly of me to fucking to message you. No, it, it, it's weak. I don't I don't need your fucking stupid fucking apology, bro. Like you were my fucking boy. Shit went down with someone else and it wasn't even fucking bad. And you want to disappear. Now you want to fucking apologize because you heard an episode and you feel you feel bad. Nah, motherfucker, it's not like that. We, we're not boys no more. We're not cool. I don't need to meet up with you no more. You're not enemies, but you're not yeah. boys. Yeah, exactly. Like, if I see you, it's cool. Yeah. We're not. I'm not taking flight on you. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I don't need to waste my energy on somebody that did something because an episode or people are talking about it. Mm-hmm. Now, fuck that, bro. And I know you're probably listening right now, and it's cool. Like, there's no beef between me and you, but we're just, we're not, I don't need to have lunch with you. I, I have homies that have my back that I can have lunch with. You know what I'm saying? I got bomb ass hyenas right now that I could have lunch with. Mm. I'm not gonna go waste my lunch time with you. You know, so I mean, elaborating on that, and I'm sure the fucking the bachelor party was lame because mine would have been fucking way popping. We would have been so many strippers, or like maybe he would have woke up with the naked girl on top of him again. 
Maybe, maybe that's why he didn't <laughs> want to do it. Maybe, maybe that's why it didn't happen, yeah. man. But um, I'm pretty sure um, maybe his fiance has something to do with you not inviting you though too, though because of that situation. Yeah, but you know what? When I went to like the the like where they asked you to be in it, like she was like, "Oh, I was the one that told him to." Oh, cool. But I don't know. She could have just been lying. But I don't know. So I mean, now that I'm thinking about it, like I'm just gonna go and celebrate myself. Like I'm still at the bachelor party, so I'm gonna go to a random strip club, and I'm just gonna pretend it's for him. Nice. I'm gonna bring like a like a little blow up doll of him, and I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure fake him has a good time because he fake him deserves it, and I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna I'm gonna I don't know what strip club I'm gonna go to, but I'm gonna do it. The fake him sounds amazing. He's like a, yeah, he's a great like guy. Cool dude. He's a great guy. Sounds like a good dude. But I don't know. I mean, I'm not a big like a lot of people. Like I have homies that are like, hey, let's go to the strip club. Let's go to the strip club. Like all the fucking time. I'm not a strip club guy no offense to anybody that works at a strip club the bouncers are beautiful i just don't it's not my fucking thing i don't know it's not my cup of tea maybe back in the days i would go and have drinks but like to me if if the strip club doesn't sell alcohol yeah i'll never go in there it's fucking weird well, that's super weird that's fucking super like red bull and fucking strippers is weird yeah it's just it's, it's red bull it is that's, that's what it is weird, bro. Well, let me get a let me get a crush pop and, yeah and <laughs> so, you're right there just i get a pepsi <laughs> <and fucking. laughs> so weird yeah like i'm not gonna that's those are the perverts that go there like i'm not gonna they're old ass yeah man. but they're doing they got to do stuff for sex over there they got to do extra ah, something months. strange for a little piece of change right but i'm never i've never been like i oh dude let's go to strip club like i know i've hey don't get me wrong i'll Oh, I've dated a few strippers. Get you know the fuck out of here. Yeah, maybe one or two. I don't it's know. T-Bunny. Yeah, they, they were really good. They were, they were old strippers, though. They were back in the days when the, the poles were made of wood. <laughs> <laughs> they were firemen. Don't lie. Um, bartenders are cool. Like, I, I love it out there. I mean, like... you have any good stripper stories for us? You know what? I have one, right? And I don't, I don't even want to say I was at Can a strip club. Can you do that club. George Perez story? I, I, feel will. Like, I feel like people haven't heard that one. No, all yet. right, guys. So It's amazing. I love this one, Everybody... Guys. Welcome to G Money Stories. Oh yeah. Do we have a sound for that? I mean, yeah, we Just could. Hit me with one. You want a sound? Yeah, I'll oh. do it again. Go ahead. Welcome to G Money Stories. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I know we said, you know, we're gonna slow down on the sex talk. We're gonna slow down because you know we have young young fans. It's you not know, young... your fault that your life is based on sex. Sometimes it is. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes it's with girls. Uh, <laughs> all right sometimes it's in jail <laughs> yeah survival sex right yeah. uh all right so everybody if you're in traffic right now make sure your seatbelts on Ooh. put on your fucking emergency lights get that lotion out yeah pull over if you have to make sure that ac's bumping because this shit's gonna get hot baby so hot <laughs> so hot all right so I forgot when it was let's say 2017 sounds like a safe year maybe 2018 I'm watching the Dodgers, right? And I'm like, Dodgers are in in um, the playoffs. So I, I like to go and watch playoff baseball, um, period. Especially if my Dodgers are in there, I'm going to go fucking watch them. Um, and I wanted a place to go watch the game. For some reason, I went to this place. It's called Knockouts. Knockouts is in the city of Arcadia. Fuck, Arcadia again. It's Arcadia, Northern um, Almani. Yeah, yeah, I. I'm guilty. Guilty. Yeah, yeah. But it's a nice, like, they have big TVs. It's good to watch a game there. I mean, I'm not going to lie. It's it's not like dames and games, but it's not like Nicolas where you're going to go. You don't have to explain yourself, Jim. Yeah. This is your podcast. <laughs> Just go. I mean, it, it's not like dames and games, because dames and games, you could watch a game. Really good. But it's not like Nicolas where you you can't watch a game and then you're getting shot. jerked off and oh. shot at the same time. It, this one's really, it's, it's, it's nicer. It's in the middle, right? 
So I'm going and watching the game, and then some girl comes up to me, which is natural. Obviously. Anywhere, anywhere, even at a library, girls come up to me. But this is a strip club, so you know they're going to come up to you. They're going to come up to you, and I'm letting you know right now, guys, they don't like you. It's a seat. It's you're not that guy that falls for, oh, she, I think she likes me, I think bro. she likes me, yeah, yeah. 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 No, not, no, you're I'm not, not a, that fucking guy. not a silly sound. I'm at the bar just watching the game, and she comes up. You macho know? shit, macho yeah, shit. Yeah, I'm fucking watching the game, and she, she starts talking to me, and I look, and I'm like, oh, shit, she's pretty. Real pretty white girl. Exotic dancer. Green eyes, beautiful, right? And we're talking for a little bit, and I'm like, still like, I'm more interested in the game, but I'm talking to her. And then she was like, "Oh, um, you want a drink?" And I'm like, "I'm not gonna fucking buy you a drink." You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> they have to say that, right? Yeah, yeah. She wants a drink. You know what I'm saying? And then she's like, "No, no, I'll get it." And I'm like, "All right." So she bought. Wait, she's she, buying the drinks. She bought two drinks. Yeah, she bought me a. A cranberry vodka, because that's what I was drinking. And then she had one, too. Nice. So we're drinking two cranberry vodkas, and now I'm like, all right, cool. Like, she maybe, likes me. Maybe she does like me. What <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? So we're chopping it up a little bit, and then she was like, hey, um, I got to go make some money. And then I'm thinking, all right, this is where she asked, do you want to dance? Mm -hmm. And then she was like, um, I'll be right back. And she goes for a while, now I'm watching the game, and she comes back. So she went and she did her little dances, but I... I made sure she wasn't dancing too close to fools because I would have fucking bombed on those fools. I would have got mad. Like, girl, you already bought me a drink. Like, you're mine now. It's official. It's official. We're, Things we're, are getting serious. We're pretty much dating right yeah. now. Like, yeah, I was right there, like, on Daniel's Jewelers looking at rings. It's a big deal, Yeah, G -Money. it's a big deal. It's a big deal. So I'm watching the game, and then she comes back. And then she, I was like, oh, shoot, you came back. And she's like, yeah. let it go. She's like, yeah, I mean, comes back, I mean, yeah. you forever. She's like, I made some, <laughs> I, I did. <laughs> She's all. I made a. I'm. I'm. I did good. I did good. You know. Like I was. Like, all right. Cool. She's like. Let's get another drink. And I was like. Oh yeah. She buys me another drink. And I'm like. Damn. Like. Fucking. Weenie. What's going on right here? Like. You better not fucking have a wiener right now. Cause. I don't want to be. Cause I'll suck that shit. I'm getting drunk. <laughs> I won't suck it, guys. Don't fucking try to. Everyone's gonna buy me fucking cranberry vodkas now, hoping I'm gonna get horny with them. I just um, postmated it. <laughs> it's on its way. So. After she, we're, we're, we're chopping it up a little bit, and she was like, hey, can you do me a favor? And I'm like, fuck, this is where it goes now, you know? And then she's like, um, you think you could take me home after? Like, And I'm like, of course. Only because I'm a gentleman. Yeah, of course. Because I'm, I'm a fucking gentleman. And I was like, where do you live? And she's like, oh, in um, Almani. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. Because at that time, I was living in Monte. And she was like, yeah. And I'm like, Fuck, I, I live in fucking Monte. I've never seen you in my life. You know what I'm saying? Like, you do not look like a Monte type of girl, mm -hmm. but fuck it. Like, she's like, all right, cool. Uh, I'll meet you outside and boom, boom, boom. She's going to go get ready. She's going to change. She's this probably, is going good, G-Money. It's, this it's is probably the best, really good. the best date I've ever had. It's a really good story. And guys, let me get back to how pretty she was. You guys can't forget. You guys are probably, no, she was like thin in shape. She was wearing a white bikini top. Like or like the the bra the lingerie top, mm. and it was like a matching white bottom, cute little booty. Oh, classy! Oh, it it was so nice. Like her skin looked silky. Oh, yeah. Oh my god, baby. So, um, I'm waiting in the, I'm in the car and I'm in the fucking Dodge Charger. I was gonna ask you if you had the Charger still. I'm in the, ah, I need that fucking car back. You, you know need what I'm that saying? Back, I had my first butt sex in that car, so I'm gonna go see if I could get it back. Oh, with Kevin. <laughs> No, wait, not me getting the butt sex. Oh. Me, Mitch Mitzkin. <laughs> Mitch Mitz. Oh, just, all right, let me go back into my story before I get into this fucking butt story I had with in my charger. I'm, I'm going to make a new podcast called Charger Stories. But um, 
So she ends up coming out. I'm like, oh, shit. Like, this is cool. So I'm like, where do you go? Or where do you live? So we're yeah. going up Peck. And I'm like, okay, we're getting closer to my house. Like, we're going up Valley. And I'm like, dude, like, <laughs> we're literally by my pad. Yeah. If I make one wrong turn, we're, we're somewhere bad, right? And she says, I'll make a left here. And I'm right there. And I'm like, there's a 7-Eleven right there. And she's pointing at this place. Right now, it's called the M Motel. It's the shittiest crackheadest fucking one of the baddest nastiest hotels in monte negative stars yeah oh yeah They're, they don't have stars they have circles <laughs> it's doing so fucking bad dude this place is not fucking good oh, and i'm like fuck dude like she fucking lives here this is now it's getting yeah. bad but i have a few cranberry vodkas in me mm-hmm. and i'm fucking i'm feeling like you know what i can I'm still down. You have a rhino? <laughs> no rhino yet. No rhino. But I'm like, you know, you know, when you're young, dumb, and horny, like you don't care. Like, dude, she could have pulled into a fucking Texas Chainsaw Massacre's house and I would have yeah. been like, eh, I could probably fuck real fast <laughs> and run out. You know? Um, all right. So we pull in and it's a one way in, one way out almost. So I'm kind of like, fuck, you know? So we go in and she has a, a room and it's a little fucking tiny room with a bed and to the left there's almost like a kitchen. And I see like, like, dude shoes, like oh, guys no. shoes in a way. You ain't set up. And I'm like, so I'm already thinking that, right? Yeah. So I already had like, and I'm doing good. So I have my, I have my thing on me. I'm doing all right. You know what I'm saying? Like just in case. And I'm sitting on the bed, and I don't even want to like get comfortable. You know, like I'm still like a little nervous. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uneased. 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 And then after like we start hooking up, and I'm starting feeling a little bit better. But you're, it, you're like kissing, scamming. Oh, her? we're fucking scamming. And you're so a passionate kisser. I am so passionate. Like I'll, I'll grab you a little bit by the hair, but not too hard. And then I'll just start making out with you, and I'll bite your bottom oh, lip. I need to grow my hair out. And then I'll pull you out a little bit, and then I'll look you right in the eye, and then I'll bring you back in. Wow. Oh, that dead stare is just like, mm, my God. Wow. Geez. And you're welcome, everybody, right now, because I know you're biting your own lip right now. Fucking I think horny. people pulled over. Right oh yeah, now. people are fucking nutting right now. So we're <laughs> fucking kissing, so passionate, like we're fucking scamming so hard, tonsil hawking it. Mm. It is getting really, really good. I'm telling you, like, even the fucking roaches were fucking fingering themselves. <laughs> um, so then after she stops me, and what? I'm like, all right, what's up? Stupid I'm, ass tease. Yeah, fucking teasing ass bitch. <laughs> she stops me, and she's like, hold on, hold on, hold on. And I'm like, all right. She's like, um, she looks at me right in, right in the eye, Rocky, and she's like, promise me. Promise me one thing. And I'm like, what the oh fuck? And I'm hard right now. So I'm like, yeah. whatever you want, baby. I yeah. fucking promise you. We'll <laughs> get married. Yes. yes, love. She's all, promise me one thing. And I'm like, what? She's all, you won't ever judge me. Oh, my God. And I said, baby, only God could judge you. Didn't you hear that song Tupac? by Tupac? <laughs> and then she's like, no, I'm serious. Like, she's like, oh, my God, stop playing. Like, yeah, for real. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, no, like, promise you won't judge me. And she's doing laundry at this point. Yeah, oh, point. yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, so you're gonna say anything? So yeah, I'm gonna say whatever. Like, I'll never fucking judge you, you know. Yeah. But I'm thinking in my you're head, like, bent over, like, just do what you gotta do. Yeah. So I'm thinking right now, like, wait, don't judge me, like, Dildo. this bitch better not bring out a fucking like if she has a fucking dick this whole time, like, this is trouble. But you're already there. Come a bomb on her after I'm done. Yes. Yeah. You're already there. First of all, I'm gonna fuck you because you fucking lame. <laughs> <laughs> then I'm gonna beat your ass for fucking yeah. making me fall in love with you, yeah. and you're a guy. Yeah. Nah. So I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, baby, I'm gonna judge you. Like that's not that's not me, you know. Yeah. 
So then she reaches over to the the dresser. Oh my gosh, a dildo! I know it is. Oh I heard a story, but I act like I don't I know. Wish, <laughs> be, rock! I wish it was a dildo. Oh. I, oh, no, I don't. No. <laughs> Time out. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Did you just say that? Yeah, but well, when you find out what it is, I'll right? make a trader for that. Yes. All right. So we're on the bed, and she's saying, "All right, don't judge me." And then she reaches over to the dresser, and I'm like. Fuck, what is she gonna bring out right now? This bitch better not bring out a fucking dildo right now because this is gonna be crazy right now. I've never used one of these. And please don't be a dildo. She opens the dresser, you hear it sliding, it's fucking squeaky because it's fucking molten. It sounded like a fucking haunted house. And she pulls out like a like a little kit, right? Okay. Like a little box, and then she opens it, and then there's like a, a bandana. And then she gets the bandana. I'm like, fuck, are we going to do blindfold shit? <laughs> the fuck is this bitch oh, bringing out a pinata? Why she then tie you up? Yeah, I don't, you know, I don't know. You know? So you're okay with this yeah. at this point? Yes. Okay, bandana, yeah. not a big yeah, deal. Okay, bandana, cool. And then she wraps it around her arm. And I'm like... She wants you to tie her up. Oh, okay. okay. I can do this for you, baby. Like, okay. You don't have to tie yourself up. You're not alone no more. Got it. Check. Then she goes back into the drawer. And she brings out a fucking syringe. <laughs> and a spoon. I swear to fucking God oh on everything I love. God. Yes. And this girl starts burning it up. And I'm still fucking shocked. Now I'm judging the bitch so fucking hard right now. She starts fucking burning it up. And then she puts it in the fucking saran. She fucking pulls on that bandana with their fucking teeth. Like just in the fucking movies. And I'm like, wow. I'm still right there like wow. fucking shaking in my fucking boots. Like with the heart on. The boner's done. Oh, it's done. The boner's gone. What's, I, I hate needles. So, I mean, like, it was a boner kill. And she's not even a nurse. <laughs> and she starts fucking slamming heroin oh, right in front of me. She couldn't wait? She couldn't fucking wait. I don't know if... Maybe it's her horny drug. So, I'm right there like, what, what? the fuck? I've never seen this before. And I've been around motherfuckers. But no, I mean, even people that do heroin, they're not like, oh, let's fucking I'm gonna slam right here. Like, yeah. I was like... Holy fucking shit. I did not expect this from this fucking girl. And she fucking slammed. I, I don't know if it was too much or. Oh, shit. She fucking passes out. Boom. On the fucking bed. I think, fuck, this bitch is dead. Yeah. This bitch fucking died. I better fuck her real fast and get out of here. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't. I was scared shitless. Yeah. I fucking was like, peace. I fucking left. I took the guy's shoes. I'm ask you yes. <laughs> I fucking bounced. I've, I left that fucking place oh. so fucking quick, bro. I was fucking gone. I went to fucking Alberto's after. I had some fucking asada wow. fries. And I went fucking home. And I was like, no fuck. In my whole in my mind, I kept thinking, fuck, man, this bitch died. And yeah. They're going to come back to me. Like, they're going to think I fucking did something. Fucking stupid ass bitch. I should have judged her. I should have fucking judged her right away. Judged her. Moral of the story, judge everybody. No, but the next day, she texts me. She's alive. She asks for a ride to work. Shut the fuck up. I swear to God. Like normal. Yes. Hey, and babe. Since then, I've never talked to Heroin Sally ever again. And that is G Money's story. We'll be right back. <laughs> H-U-G-O. 
and it's time for Weird Science. It is Weird Science time, and we got a few questions for G Money and for myself. First question, G Money. Yep, yep, yep. Welcome to fucking Weird Science. King Walter the Doxy. Mm -hmm. My baby mama left me and moved out, but says nothing is set in stone. What do I do? All right. King Walter, um, your baby mama left you, right? To me, it sounds like either there's something wrong with you that you need to fix or she found something else. But I'm going to go with, say there's something wrong with you, right, King Walter? And I'm not saying there is. I'm sure you're a fucking sweetheart. Um, you need to find out and ask her what's going on. If you want her back, you're going to have to get answers from her. Um, the number one thing, especially with relationships and having a kid's mom, is communication. Because things can go fucking sour real fast, especially with the kid's mom. Things get taken out of proportion. Um, things get put out of content. It's fucking horrible. If there's an issue with you that you need to fix because of your and you want your kid's mom back, then find it out and fix the issue. Um, other than that, I mean, to say it's not set in stone, she obviously still wants you around in a way, but that's something you're going to have to talk to with her. But you know what, King Walter the Doxy? I wish you the best, and I hope you find out. If you really want that family back, you got to do what you got to do, Baba. What, um, what do you think? I, I, I don't know about that one. I mean, obviously, like, how you said, if she's leaving, she's leaving for a reason. Now, it could be for two things. Mm -hmm. It could be for you fucking up, and she says that's enough, but maybe if you fix your ways, it's not set in stone, yeah. and we could we could fix this. Yes. And there's another option where she's just a selfish person, and she wants to test the waters. Mm. But if the waters ain't her temperature, then she's going to go back to you, and you're just an option. So those are two things. Like I said, uh, we don't know the full story, but those are two things that could be happening right now. But um, there you go, King Walter I, the Doxy. I think so, too. I mean. um, thanks for the question. And the next one is by... And this is by Lexi Lux714. What's up, Lexi? Orange County. Damn. And she says, what's worse? Dumped because they said they're not feeling you or catching them cheating? Ooh, that's a good one. It is a good that's one. That's a good one, Lexi Lux714. Um, for me, I honestly think them saying they're not feeling me no more because uh -huh. I'm I have a big ego. I think that would fucking bother me. I think that would be kind of like, fuck, what, you fucking stupid bitch. Why aren't you feeling me no more? Like, what's wrong with me? You know? So I think it would hurt me in a way. And girls don't get no ideas now. If we start fucking dating, don't be like, oh, I'm not feeling you no more because you want to break my heart. No. I mean, I think that's tough. I mean, it's tough to hear that for a guy or a girl, no matter how badass you are or how tough you are or how much confidence you have for someone that you're feeling or you're dating or you like and they tell you like hey you know what this is, i'm just not feeling you no more that 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 hurts yeah. so i'm gonna go with that because i think cheating um it's so i don't want to say so natural now it's sad it sucks. it's sad that it's so like it's so <clears throat> we're so used to it in a way i mean um i i'm gonna have to go with them not feeling me no more. 
Yeah. What about you? Um, Lexi I mean, Lux. Scientist wow. Rock. <laughs> Watch your Fuck, mouth. I know. <laughs> Lexi Lux said one of four. Um, believe it or not, I'm in a similar situation oh. right now. I, I haven't really said anything, and I'm, I'm not going to say on my podcast yet. But I'm in a situation where it just, um, the vibe isn't there no more, or whatever's happening is happening. And I'm okay. Am I hurt? 100% I'm hurt. It, it sucks, you know? And thanks, G-Money, for hugging me right now. <laughs> but... I'm hurt, but it would hurt a lot more if I found out she was talking to another guy oh, or cheating. Yeah. That would hurt a lot yeah. more. And I'll, oh yeah, I'll be in a different place. So uh, I'm gonna go with what G Money said. Just not feel me anymore, and that's it's not fine, but it's better than getting cheated on. Yeah. And next question. And this Ooh. is um. This is a good one. This one's a tough one. It's super tough right here. And this is by Mo to Demo 24. Mo to Demo 24. And she had the question. This is more a serious question. Mm -hmm. And I think me, you can relate to this because we do have boys. Yes. And the question is How do you talk to a 15 year old son about masturbating? His dad isn't involved, but has very immature mentality. He lives with me most of the week, and we are mainly women in the household. Help! How do I approach him? First off, you don't approach him. <laughs> you let that motherfucker jack off when he wants. He's going to do it on his own. He does not need lessons from his mom. The last thing he needs is a memory of his mom teaching him how to, or <laughs> teaching him how to jack off. I mean, it... it it doesn't work. I don't see it going good you in don't any have way. That you don't have that conversation. He's going to learn to do it by himself. He's going to do it by himself. Naturally. Naturally. It's not like he's going to be in the kitchen jacking off. He's not dumb. Like, you know, dang. And, and, and Mo, um, I mean, this is to me, I'm a G Money 100% on this one. Like, please. Yeah. Don't have the conversation. Not even the dad should have the conversation. Like, yeah, you don't need to. I don't want my dad talking to me about jacking off. You know what my dad did when we were young? He bought us Playboy magazines and yeah. here, here you guys go. And I know my mom found Here's socks. Yeah. I know my mom found socks. Around, she had three boys. Yeah. Why there she... were socks all around the house. Mama probably picked it up, didn't say a fucking word about it, and that was it. And we're better. We're all happy yes. family. We're better for it. If you find socks or lotion or just some slot, because kids get sloppy sometimes. Yeah. Um, it just... Pick it up and clean it and ignore it. Don't ignore bring, it. Please don't bring it up. And th if there's more, if you see conditioner is running out faster than the shampoo, <laughs> ignore it. Yes. The last thing you want to do is bring up this conversation. It's uncomfortable. It's not appealing. The kid, he knows he's going to know how to <laughs> masturbate on his own. He's going to be fine. He does not need his dad involved in this situation. You need nobody involved. It's jacking off. It's a one sum. It's it's for yourself, <laughs> by yourself. You're meant to do it by yourself and learn by yourself. I mean, I wish you the best. I know he's going to do fine. <laughs> I mean, just leave the kid alone. A kid's going to be a kid. He does not need mom info on on jerking off. On other stuff, if he's dating a girl and you want to talk, make sure he's using protection. That's a different story. Yes. But if he's going to jack off, let that motherfucker jerk without a smirk. Yo, all right, we are done with No Lames episode four. Thank you, everybody. Man, I cannot express enough how happy and how um, much I appreciate all the love and support out there. Keep it going. Guys, don't forget to like, subscribe, share. 
even better copy the link that you're listening to right now it could be on apple it could be on spotify it could be on iheart send it to a friend in a text that's probably the best way to keep spreading the no lames love the more we spread it the less lames we have and the better the world is with no lames thank you again peace out see you next week